Hello and welcome to the home for anime. I am your host, GPC, great podcaster Callie, and I would love to tell you, happy Halloween. Congratulations, everyone. We made it to another Halloween. It's time for spooks and scares of the safe and fun variety. Nothing extreme, I hope. I say that as I'm about to talk about something very gruesome. So, it's been an interesting journey, my horror journey. I have been very hesitant to watch this anime because I felt like it was going to be too much. It really wasn't meant for the screen. It wasn't meant for an anime adaptation, but I've had to get it done. had to watch as much of it as I could because I'm a man of the people and my curiosity got the best of me, if we're being perfectly honest. So get your chainsaws buzzing because we're about to talk about Higurashi. Yeah, I like that fake out more than probably any of you did. But yeah, Higurashi When They Cry is a series that spans, well, several seasons and OVAs and light novels, manga, and it's all based on a visual novel. But what we're focusing on right now is the anime, and we're going to be focusing on the first five real seasons that tell a conclusive story from beginning to end because they all kind of blend in together. They're the continuity that, in my head, canon matters. And that goes from Higurashi When They Cry to When They Cry Kai to When They Cry Rei to When They Cry Go and finally When They Cry Sotsu. And just to put it into perspective, because of all of this, I have watched 94 episodes of Higurashi from beginning to end. Take that for what you will. Am I a madman? Probably. Absolutely. Yes, I am. I am unhinged because I watched 94 episodes of Higurashi. What is Higurashi about? Mm, that's a lot. But the baseline that I would give is that it focuses on a group of friends who are all like age 15 or under and they live in this village called Hinamizawa and there are strange events that are occurring in the year 1983. Despite this series being rather old, the first season came out in 2006, 2007, and it finished in 2008, I believe, the original two seasons. Even though it's quite dated, this is something that really does need to be experienced, at least the first two seasons, because Higurashi When They Cry and When They Cry Kai are, dare I say, near perfect examples of horror and storytelling and 
a great spin on the murder mystery genre. There are supernatural elements. There is a lot of blood and gore. There is so much intrigue that the series introduces. And there are some really gruesome kills, some of which I will describe. Just so that way you know whether or not you want to watch the show or not. But Higurashi, When They Cry, the first season, follows our main lead, Keiichi, his friends Reina, Neon, eventually Shion, Rika, and Satoko. Throughout the first season, there seems to be this time loop that's happening, and there is a sequence of events that happens throughout a few different time loops, and that's essentially things start out pleasantly chill, and then there's just this slow-burning descent into madness that ends with someone going crazy and a lot of people dying. And what's crazy is that a majority of the people who get killed and a majority of the people who do the kills are children, which is, like, terrifying, first of all. But also, what kind of sick fuck came up with the idea to take the future, our children, and make them do all the messed up stuff. Like, okay, this is just going to get into this. There's one scene where one girl drugs another girl, and she's like, all right, I'm about to lose all my consciousness, but you're not going to be the one that kills me. I'm going to kill myself. And she puts a knife onto the wall. She plunges a knife onto the wall, and then she drives her neck and her face into it multiple times until she dies. That happens in one loop. In another loop, and this is this is what turned me off from the series initially, there is this scene where fingernails, and this is probably very famous on YouTube, you probably just didn't know where it was from, involving fingernails, this girl gets her fingernails, and by that I mean the entire nail ripped out of her finger. And that was enough to turn me off from the series for years. I was so afraid to watch Higurashi after that. Even though I didn't know where it was from. It was only maybe 15 years later. Maybe less, but I think that's about right. When I saw one of the characters and I was like, wait, I, I've seen this girl before. And lo and behold, it was the same girl. I was surprised that I was able to handle it as an adult, but I still cringed. I had to look away briefly, but I averted my attention back to the screen because this is just so... It's really scary. The first season, Higurashi When They Cry, is incredibly terrifying. And... It doesn't make a lot of sense because it's an incomplete story. But they did that because they knew that Kai 
its successor was going to be what completed the story. So the first season, Higurashi When They Cry, is essentially just brutal kill after brutal kill. It is descent into madness after descent into madness. And that it is enough to scare a lot of people. And season one is broken up into what are called question arcs. So there's no real resolution. You're essentially left with more questions than answers to the point where you think, hmm, I wonder what this is about. I wonder why this happened. But before you have enough time to really think about what everything was all about, a new time loop starts. There's a new pocket dimension, you could say, where everything is reset and there is a new danger looming. And that's where the original Igarashi ends. That's where season one ends. It ends on a huge cliffhanger question for its final arc. But there's also the looming question of what the heck were all of those other things that I just saw now that I have a chance to digest them? Because it's 26 episodes of pure madness. And then Igarashi Kai comes out and it's full of answer arcs. So every question arc has an answer and you find out why everything is the way it is, including why there are so many alternate dimensions. Like, is it all just someone's imagination? Is there a supernatural force at work? Why is this happening? You get that with Kai. And there's a lot less of a horror element in Kai than there is in season one, Higurashi, When They Cry. And that's because it's focusing more so on the mystery side of things. Who's behind what? Who's the main villain, the real main villain, the real final boss of Higurashi? And how do we resolve this? Is there going to be a resolution? And is it going to be something that's going to sit well with audiences? And this audience member was actually quite happy with the final product. It got surprisingly real, and it was really, really well executed. If Higurashi is the masterclass, or if Higurashi is what I claim to be a near-perfect execution of the horror genre, of what horror can be, Higurashi Kai, again, is the perfect murder mystery. It's the perfect who done it, why did they do it, and how do we get to the root of everything? Because, surprise, surprise, there is one common factor that each question and answer arc have in common. And it's really shocking and really good. And don't look it up. Please don't look it up. All I knew was that going in. And I'm so glad that that's all I knew because it was really 
cool. And again, it ended on such a satisfactory note. It got a very high score from me because over the course of, yeah, 50 episodes, they told a really compelling story. And it was just left at that. Perfect. The end. And then Higurashi When They Cry Ray came out. And it was okay. It more so played on the same tropes. There was a whole question-answer thing done in about four or five episodes. It really didn't make a whole lot of sense why it had to be included. But we take what we can get, I guess, as Higurashi fans. So just took it for what it was, and that was that. Until 2020. Because in 2020, they announced that there was going to be a new Higurashi project. Higurashi, when they cry, new. And we were like, oh, okay, so there's going to be more Higurashi content. Uh, not sure why you felt the need to do that, but okay. And we we waited, and we waited. First episode came out, looked great, even though I was not a fan of the new animation. Studio Dean did the original animation for Higurashi, and then with Higurashi New, which was then revealed to be Higurashi When They Cry Go, it was done by Studio Passion, and I'm not going to say that they did a bad job, but I showed the original Higurashi to a friend, and then I showed them the new designs for Go, and the first thing he said was, they look like animals. That's never a good sign. So we get into Go, and it's really interesting, the direction that it's going in. There are more time loops, more pocket dimensions, and a really stressed out character, well, multiple stressed out characters, because we got our resolution in Kai and whatever Ray was. So why is this happening again? What's the point? And it, it was interesting, again, to say the least, it was interesting because one, why continue the story? And two, I'm actually interested in what's going on here. And we kind of get our answer toward the end of Go. And then Sotsu comes out and... Look, I'm just going to level with you, alright? I'm, I'm... Go and Sotsu are a mess, alright? They are a mess. Go is interesting because... It really does a great job of building up anticipation and it kind of pays off at the end, but really the whole execution is why are things happening again? Why are we back in 1983 in the village yet again? And I kind of understood the direction they were going in but it really didn't sit right with me. 
but it was still kind of a gripping watch, and I appreciated that. But again, Sotsu came out, and Sotsu is the second shortest of all the seasons of Higurashi, with Rei being five episodes, Sotsu was 15. We had over 20 episodes for When They Cry, When They Cry Kai, and When They Cry Go. And they wasted so much time. If Go is supposed to be like the original Higurashi and just be full of question arcs, Sotsu spent way too much time on its answer arcs while Kai spent the right amount of time on theirs. Because, wow. There were maybe three or four episodes worth of new content because most of Sotsu's runtime in those 15 episodes is dedicated to figuring out, oh, why did this happen and go? Why did this happen and go? I was like, we know why it happened. We don't need the full backstory. If you're going to give us the full backstory, then give us more episodes so that you can come up with something that's a little more convincing than what it is that you presented. Because you have essentially, with Sotsu, they have ruined these characters. And if you just watch Higurashi and Higurashi Kai, you'll be fine. If you watch Rei, Go, and Sotsu, you are going to have such a huge problem because it just... I don't want to take blood pressure medication. To put it lightly, it it didn't sit well with me. It, it fucking sucked. It, it sucked, alright? It was horrible. It was not enjoyable at all. The ride was interesting, but I was just so... You ever, you ever been invested and pissed off at the same time? That's how I was the entire time, looking at these new character models and looking at this new animation and just trying to figure out why they were doing this. And then when I get the final answer in Sotsu, I don't think I've ever rated anything so low on my anime list or any list, whatever, except like I, to the point where it actually ranked lower than Angel Cop. And I hate Angel Cop. Aside from the AD, which fucking slaps. I mean, if you haven't watched Angel Cop, don't bother. Unless you just want a really bad, cheesy English dub and a lot of things that don't make sense. But you can watch the, oh, the ED on YouTube and you'll just feel really good. Like, you'll feel motivated to do things, good things. You'll be like, all right, it's time to pump iron at the beach but i digress higurashi is the epitome of falling from stardom in my eyes anyway because when you let some things drag on for too long 
some things, not everything. When you let some things drag on for too long, or when you try to squeeze juice out of a twig, you're, you're going to be disappointed. Higurashi, when they cry, and Higurashi, when they cry, Kai, they were big, strong trees full of sap. But a branch fell off, and that branch withered and just kept breaking and breaking and breaking. And that's how we got Rei, Go, and Sotsu. And it just doesn't work. It's interesting, but it doesn't work. If you want to watch Higurashi when they cry, I would really, I beg you, just watch the first two seasons. That's all you really need. And you'll just be so satisfied. You'll be like, that was good horror. That was a good mystery. I'm done. Ray. No, no. Don't watch Ray. Don't don't watch anything past Kai. Uh, you could definitely play visual novels, though. I have heard great things about those. And there's a lot of manga that covers the story. So that could be interesting, too. And, uh, and everything. This is what's so cool. Everything in Higurashi is all done by the same guy. From beginning to where it's at now, everything has been done by this one guy. And that's impressive. But he should have stopped. He has other properties that people have been begging to get more attention. And Higurashi, I guess, was the simplest choice. Like, oh yeah, no, I have all these other things, but... I'm going for Higurashi. Maybe should have left that one on the on the chopping block. Oh, that's scary in itself. Well, you managed to stay throughout all of my ranting and rambling over the past wow twenty minutes because that's all this was. It was a rant and a ramble because this is something that I cared so much about, and it just, it was ruined for me. But if you managed to stay this long, thank you so much, because that is one hell of a way to spend Halloween, I tell you what. If you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat, you can follow me on Twitter at OurAnimeHome, or you can email me recommendations at OurAnimeHome at gmail.com. If you want to support what I'm doing, please consider donating to the Patreon. For $5, you get a Patreon-exclusive episode, you get to vote on what that episode is, and you get exclusive access to the Discord server. And that's only the first tier. So, pretty sick. And I would really love to see more people in the Discord server. I'd love to see you all there and just talking anime with you. And that's all I've got. Save yourself 44 episodes and just watch Higurashi When They Cry and Higurashi When They Cry Kai. Have a happy Halloween. Please stay safe. And I am out.